Welcome to the Reddit Relations Podcast. Our first topic is Update I, 18 female, need advice on how to approach telling my parents, 52F, 48M, that I failed my first semester of college and don't plan on doing a second semester. Original post, here, I got my parents' ages wrong in the OG post hence the asterisks. Okay, so I know it's only been three days but I just had a talk with my mom and figured I'd update you guys. To put it simply for anyone who didn't see my original post, I was struggling with how to bring up to my parents that I failed out of my first semester of college and I was asking for advice on what to do. On to the update. So last night I was talking with my friend and it was one of those deep 3M talks and I ended up having a breakdown and telling her about how I failed my classes. She was understanding and helped me feel a bit better. She and I made a plan where I would write all my thoughts down on paper and then give it to my parents so I wouldn't have to see their reactions, which is one of the things I'm fearful of. I got it off my chest and some of the stress I had been under for the past five months was gone. Then we come to today. I was sitting in my room watching a show when my mom came in and asked me about stuff I wanted for Christmas, and I was explaining the few things I wanted. Eventually the topic of my schooling came up. She kept saying she knew something was wrong and then she suddenly asked if I had failed any of my classes. I clammed up and all the courage I thought I had gained vanished, but after coaxing I broke and told her how I had failed every class and how as each of my grades began dropping so did my motivation. My mom was understanding and told me it was alright. She told me my dad didn't have a college education and was the main breadwinner of the house anyways, and she said that a degree didn't mean instant money and success. I told her my plan for next semester to work and said that come the next fall semester if I felt good enough I'd re-enroll into college and go from there. If I didn't I'd keep working and earning money so one day I could leave home and live on my own. We also talked about potentially going to a trade school, but I'd have to look into it a bit more. As far as I know my dad still doesn't know. I'm assuming the two of them will talk about it later tonight. I told her she could tell him because I don't know if I'd be able to have that conversation with him. I love my dad with all my heart but him and I don't ever really express deeper emotions to one another. So yeah, that's my update. I've dried my tears and for now I'll rest easier knowing it's off my shoulders. I'm going to bring up the topic of therapy to my mom another day and I know she'll agree to it because she's mentioned it these past few months. Right now I feel better. Thank you to everyone who commented on my original post with their own experiences or with advice. And thanks to the people who messaged me privately and helped talk me through some tips on what to do. It meant a lot. Edit. Oh wow I didn't expect people to actually really see or care about this. Thank you to the kind strangers for awarding my post. I actually saw it on my main account and came back onto this account to respond to people and thank you all. For those of you who haven't read my original post. Yes, I was in community college and I chose to do every class online because I didn't feel comfortable going in person, my state is shit with COVID our governor made some horrendous choices and have always been weaker in my lungs. I struggled with missing out on my senior year and I had to watch myself graduate from my living room as it was live streamed. My friends began to move away and they started having all these college moments and I felt stuck so my mental health drained. I lost motivation for school and that's how it happened. But I feel confident that what I have planned for the future is the best and I hope that one day I can look back on this moment and feel a sense of happiness knowing that I overcame this. Thank you all again less than 3 it means a lot. And here is what other users have been commenting. Good luck to you mate. You are gonna be alright.
Coming from someone who has failed multiple classes in college, I just to let you know how good it is that you're taking a step back. It's good to catch your breath and get your thoughts in order. College isn't for everyone. Even if you end up going back, you're less likely to have that what if moment since you're taking this time to figure things out. Plus, you aren't just going to sit around and sulk. You plan on working and you intend to make plans for your future. That's great. You seem very responsible and I really hope that you are able to make the best decision you can for yourself. I failed college the first time I went. Didn't have the discipline, maturity, focus, or finances to succeed. I ended up enlisting. It gave me time to grow as a person, get new experiences, and save up enough money to support myself from school. I returned to school in my early 30s, graduated, and loving my life as a teacher now. Not that I am telling you to enlist. Just saying it is okay to take a few years to learn and grow before college. If you find yourself in a place to go back, great. If your life takes you other directions and you are successful without college, great. Dot. I actually discourage people from going straight from high school to college. I think a few years of adulting and self-discovery are more important. Education isn't a sprint. Dot. It's a marathon. And for some people it's slow meandering walk through the hills and valleys. Source 40 plus year old executive MBA candidate. My husband has two trade school degrees, one in welding and one in HVAC. Right now he's in school to complete a bachelor's in HVAC and is frankly feeling stupid. He flew through the trade school courses as they were hands on. Now he's taking general education courses and it's a lot harder for him. He's not a dumb person, but his brain is just not wired that way. Most trade schools at least around this area have a sort of trial where you can take a class, see what you're getting into and decide if you want to apply. I would recommend these before signing up for anything. Best of luck. Our next topic is I 21F found a picture of me from 4 years ago and my boyfriend 24M I met 1 year ago as in it. Has he been stalking me or is this a coincidence? Throw RA and I'm scared he'll find this. My boyfriend was like a custom-made guy just for me. That's how perfect he was. So, for our one anniversary, I decided to make a small collage of our relationship. I went on my computer and looked for pictures of us, and this ended up with me going down memory lane. I went all the way back to early 2016 and that's when I found a picture that almost made me shit my pants. There was a picture of me in a hot tub with two other girls and seven guys, one of the guys being my boyfriend. This was taken 3 years before we met and it was when I was traveling before I graduated from high school 12th grade. I remembered going to the party and having fun and being in the hot tub with some cute guys, but that's not where I met him from. Our dating story was that he joined a painting class when was teaching and we fell in love, etc. Now, I'm wondering if he knew about me for longer than he let on. Now thinking back, I don't even know how he knew of my class if he wasn't keeping an eye on me. It was a pretty inclusive class, and one day he sent me a message on social media and said that he saw some pictures of the class and it looked cool. This could be some universe star colliding mind-blowing coincidence, but I'm starting to doubt everything. Was he really a perfect guy for me, or did he stalk me long enough to know what I liked? It was uncanny how much he already got about me, and stalking would explain that. Or maybe we're just soulmates. Am I going nuts? I don't know how to process this, and to be honest, I'm scared either way. Please help. What do you make of this situation and what should I do? And here is what other users have been commenting. Why would he stalk you for 3 plus years prior to meeting you in person? 
What would have been the catalyst to cross that line, anyway? Has there been any other red flags? Did you guys gave any friends or acquaintances in common prior to your first meeting? Has he ever said something that indicated he knew more about you than he should, or has he ever mentioned something about you past that you don't remember telling him about? Coincidences happen, probably more often than we think. 1. He's in a photo from three years ago. 2. He put a tracker on your car. 3. He put a tracker on your dog. 4. He put a tracker life 360 on your phone. 5. He put cameras inside your home. 6. You are scared of him seeing this post. 7. Your gut tells you something is wrong. 8. You describe him as both obsessive and possessive. 9. He has shown up with gifts that just happened to be things you broke the night before. 10. He pushed you to move in fast. Trust your gut. This is either a stalker that is very dangerous, or a massively possessive boyfriend that is very dangerous. Don't silence your gut when it gives you a warning. At a bare minimum, 2 to 10 are huge red flags with or without the picture. The picture could be a coincidence. Sure. But your gut is telling you otherwise. It's not just the picture. He did know a lot about you when you started dating. An amount that you find unsettling. He tracks your location by your dog's collar and your phone. He has put cameras on the inside of your home. He always knows where you are. He is always watching you. That's an absolutely ludicrous amount of control to give over to a partner. I do not think you are safe with this man. Start planning your exit ASAP. Please stay safe. It could just be a coincidence. I found a pic of my fiancé in one of my old photos from when I was in Amsterdam a decade before we met, he was just in the background of a random picture I took. We both live in Australia so that was super weird. Is it possible that he didn't know it was you in the hot tub? He might have no idea that you were one of those two girls. I mean, trust your guy but even if he did know of you before that class. Maybe he just really wanted to meet you so he made it happen? Any other red flags in the relationship? Our next topic is. Update. My 18F little brother, 15M, is using my clothes to masturbate. The original text is down below. So, Jesus, this was embarrassing that almost a thousand people saw what I wrote, but it helped. This is what I did. I didn't involve my parents, y'all bold to assume I even had the guts to tell them this, and I had the most awkward and embarrassing talk with my brother. So I've seen a lot of people telling me to consider if he was maybe exploring his body and maybe having a gender identity, crisis, not trying to be offensive, I don't know how to phrase it. Definite no, since they were, used, I wouldn't jump to masturbation without evidence yo, he's my brother and there were undeniable proof. They were not used in a sense of warn, if that makes sense. I told him he was going to pay for the damage on my underwear and that he could use this chance to buy some if he wanted for whatever reason. I told him doing what he did was fine and natural, just involving my stuff was crossing the line. Also we do not have any animals or dogs, sorry I couldn't reply to the comments. He didn't tell me why, and I don't really want to know, but hopefully he stops. If not, guess who's gonna be bold enough to tell my parents this. I want to curl into a ball and just turn into a rock from the cringe and awkwardness, but I guess it's over. Thanks you guys, we will never speak of this again lol. Original text. Throw RA. My brother has been using my clothes to masturbate. I know since I know exactly what I'm missing, and I found one of them used in his room. Is it just because it's a distinctly feminine clothes? Or does it have anything to do with me? I'm not a boy, so I have no idea how the mind works. Is this a normal phase? I am mortified, and now I have to go buy some clothes, but I want to know what conclusion I come to with this. 
What should I make of this? And here is what other users have been commenting. At least it's over. You handled that well. This is so weird to say to him but there are whole subreddits like r used panties and websites devoted to women selling their dirty panties online for men to buy and use for masturbation purposes. Smelling dirty panties is one of the top fetishes in America and most guys start by stealing a female family member or family member's female friend, like a sister's friend who sleeps over etc., because that's the only place they have access to them because they don't realize they can just buy them off the internet. Why are you reposting this? You got almost 300 comments on your last thread. Edit. Sorry just now realize it's an update and not a repost lol mb. It's nothing to do with you op. As a 33 male I can tell you 15 boy me had some weird wanks I hope I never think about ever again past this statement. Nauseated face nauseated face. I guess you don't really know how much of it is about you but regardless of what degree it may be about you. He involved you anyway by using your clothes, which cannot not involve you so yes, it is weird for associating sex with similar, blood. Unless it was simply a careless intent to disregard, disrespect you. The reason he got your clothes likely is because of you being female, whether it's because of your noticeably different sense natural or even products or any combination etc. Even just thoughts of what is female can be enough to want to heighten arousal, I think that's how I relate to it anyway. Our next topic is. My, M34, brother's fiancés, both mid-twenties, little brother, M17, is an alleged serial child molester. Nobody knows. What to do. My brother went off to college in another town in our country and met a girl from there. Now that he is finishing college he wants to get married to her and as per our culture my family had to go over there to meet her family and ask for her hand. We went last week and while there I decided to look up some old friends who live there. It is a relatively small place where everybody knows everybody. I was talking with a pair of my friends and told them about the family my brother was marrying into and they gave each other weird looks. I pressed them for a while to tell me what was wrong and they finally gave in and told me that the girl's younger brother has been caught several times sexually assaulting children. He has been beaten up by the victim's relatives a few times but our country has no functioning security, judicial, or child protection system so nothing more has happened to him. When I got home I asked another friend who is originally from there and he called his parents who confirmed these allegations. Now, our marriages usually last a week with the two families mixing a lot, children running around, crowds, food, musicians etc. I am afraid of telling anyone about what I know lest I become a party pooper, or spoil my brother's happiest day. At the same time I want to protect the kids during the wedding celebrations and after. What should I do? And here is what other users have been commenting. You have to sit down with your brother and talk to him about this. If you heard it, he probably heard it too. Talk to him. You won't always be there to watch her brother. And if she has kids with brother, it is best you speak to your brother and go from there. I wouldn't want him around kids in my family. You tell everyone. Now. Your allegiance is to the children. Not the molester. Not your brother. The children. The children deserve to be protected immediately. There is no other option. He deserves no immunity. I don't know what the correct response to this is. You should tell your brother, of course, but you can't just tell him. What about all the parents of children who may have no idea? This dangerous person needs to be removed from the picture entirely, preferably permanently, but of course that's not something you can do without repercussions to yourself. You must absolutely tell your whole family so that the children can be protected during the wedding week. Awkwardness and an a bit of family tension are nothing compared to a child being abused. 
Our next topic is. My 25F boyfriend 25M says really mean things to me in his sleep. I need to preface this by saying that when my boyfriend is awake, he is wonderful and I couldn't be happier. We laugh and joke all day and spending time with him in general is truly a joy. Yes, I mean this. No, he doesn't upset me at all when he's awake. Also, for some background, he works night shifts at a job he really hates, so when he comes home, he likes to just relax unwind, usually with whiskey or beer. Typically we cuddle or I massage his back and legs until he's drunk enough to fall asleep. Edit, he doesn't need alcohol to fall asleep. I worded this wrong. He can fall asleep fine without it, I just meant that the alcohol makes him fall asleep quicker than usual. I have insomnia so I usually end up staying awake for a while after he falls asleep. I'm also really sensitive to aggressive tone of voice due to some past trauma. He only really talks in his sleep if I shift too quickly or try to move him over a little bit if I have no room on the bed or if I move the blanket too much and it disturbs him. He usually snaps at me saying, quit fucking moving, or, can you please fucking stop, or, oh my fucking god, just things in general that give off an indication that he's really annoyed with me. There's also been a couple unprompted times where he's stirred or rolled over, I guess disturbing his own sleep, and said things like, I can do better than this, etc. Because of my sensitivity I usually end up crying over these things. I try to make it a point not to bring up the things he says, does in his sleep, unless they're funny which sometimes happens, because, for one, I really don't think he can control it, and two, when I have brought up things he said, he always ends up feeling horribly guilty for the things he says and that makes me feel guilty for saying anything. Last night, in his sleep, he ripped my blanket away from me, we sleep with separate blankets because this has been an issue in the past, and tucked it under himself and his own blanket. It was really cold in the room so I tried to take it back, but he grabbed my hand and shoved it away. I didn't want to have to wake him up but he's a lot stronger than me and no matter what I tried to do I just couldn't get the blanket back. I shook him gently and kept saying, baby, can you please give me back my blanket. I was met with sleepy grunts but he still wouldn't give it back. Finally after a little persistence he sat up really quickly and yelled, what do you want? Jesus you're annoying. I said, I just want my blanket back please. He shoved it towards me and nearly knocked me off the bed and then instantly laid back down and started snoring. I didn't sleep at all last night because of this. It's really eating at me. I really don't want to be annoying to him, especially when he's trying to rest after work. But I also don't know how I can keep putting up with this. Part of me wonders if he actually means any of the things he says. When he woke up this morning I couldn't bring myself to say anything about it but I also couldn't look him in the eye. I guess my question in this is am I being too sensitive? Should I bring this up to him? I don't know how much that would accomplish because he usually has no recollection of it and doesn't know how to control it. What can I do to keep my sensitivity from affecting our relationship and the way I see him, myself? And here is what other users have been commenting. That's so weird, I really don't know what to make of it. However, you should definitely keep talking to him about this. Maybe even seek medical help, because there is something going on during his sleep. One thing for sure, this is not your fault. You're not being annoying, you just want to sleep comfortably without being cussed at. So don't feel bad about this, don't feel bad about laying this on him, because he is causing it. Whether consciously or not, he is causing you a lot of pain, and that needs to be fixed. And you can't fix something you don't really know is going on. I was expecting legitimate sleep talking. 
This just sounds like someone being an asshole when they're trying to sleep. No, you're not being too sensitive. And like, you don't have to co-sleep, you know. If this is what you're going to go through, don't sleep in the bed with him. First, it's not you. An unenjoyable, unfulfilling job plus you plus a splash of alcohol and mixed together with unconscious equals nonsense. Yes, you are the target but that's because you fill a big part of his brain. A sleepy brain is a stupid brain. And not co-sleeping may need to be discussed. My ex used to do this stuff and I always thought of it as his abusive tendencies leaking out. He turned into an incredibly abusive narc. Got to the point I was afraid to sleep in the bed with him. Thank you for listening to our podcast and see you on the next episode.